Welcome to episode 36 of the Transformer to Inglés Profesional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today, I will be talking with Alistair, an amazing coach from my team, all about why English teachers modify their language sometimes, why the word complication is a good alternative to the word problem, how the word certainly can be used instead of yes, why leverage reminds me of my physics classes at school, and why a lot of Spanish words are actually true friends, not false ones. This podcast helps you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi everyone! Today we'll be talking about something that is hopefully going to be very, very useful for all of you. It's in fact seven powerful words, seven powerful business words in fact. And as opposed to last week where we were talking about false friends, these are actually true friends. So they are going to be really, really helpful for you. And at the same time, they're going to be linking back to your main language, obviously, which is Spanish. And so it's going to be really, hopefully, very easy for you to remember these particular words because of the connection. And you just have to basically remember that they are true friends rather than false friends. So as usual, Alistair is here to speak with me. So hi, Alistair. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. And you? How are you doing? I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything, good, everything good. good. So yeah. So today, true friends, right? True friends that Troops, really yeah. can, yeah, yeah, that uh, can help us in the way that the often the the root is a Latin root, and so they've kind of come. They're available in both languages, both in Spanish and in English. And so all we really have to remember is that when we think of those words in Spanish, or our clients think of those words in Spanish, right? They can actually use them in English. Yeah, because the problem is, obviously, we focused a lot in various episodes, last week's, I think, especially about false friends. So a word that presumably are Latin origin, and they're the same or very similar in two, both languages, but be careful, because they're false friends, so they have a different meaning. But sometimes you've got words, again, presumably of Latin origin, they're same or very similar in the two languages, but it's not a problem. They have the same meaning or virtually the same meaning, so they are your friends. You can trust them and you can use them. So don't be afraid to use them thinking, oh, maybe this is one of these, another one of these false friends now that maybe it has a different meaning in English. And we can tell you, no, it doesn't. It's the same. So feel free to use it. And they're good, good words to sort of widen your vocabulary now and use a alternative word, synonyms to the, to the normal word that you might repeat a lot, you know? That's right, exactly. And in many cases, that's what we're trying to help our clients with, no? explain issues or problems or whatever it is with a wider range of vocabulary. They want to express themselves a little bit more like they would express themselves in their mother tongue, let's say. And and this this is a good way of doing it. I mean, business English is a little bit like that. It's kind of Any accessing a little bit more formal. Or, yes, yeah, more formal right. way of speaking. Yeah. To, to create a Which, certain impression that you want to give, no, prof- professionality, if that word exists. Yeah. Professionalism, mm-hmm. I think that's the correct word. <laughs> yes, yes. 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's right, and that's 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 is the the key element of of business English. Really, you won't want to use this type of phrases or formal language in all different types of contexts, right? You, but you mm. will want to use it in certain elements. Like, so it de- does very much depend on the context within which you find yourself, right? But at that point, there might be a point when you want to sound more formal, and that is the key moment where you want to access these. Exactly. More maybe elaborate words, right? Yeah, or just simply vary your language, even if it's Absolutely. not necessarily more formal, perhaps. Mm. But to not repeat the same word and just to extend your vocabulary and use different words just sounds yeah. better no? and gives you a better impression of your level of English and just your your professionalism, as we said before. Absolutely. So maybe yeah. you wouldn't so use what, some of these words in your general conversation with your friends in the pub, but yes, right. in a business meeting or negotiation or a business environment, they're very useful. And they're very yeah. easy for a Spanish speaker because they are basically the same. And they are yeah. true friends, as we said. You can use them. Don't be afraid to use them thinking, oh, maybe they have a different meaning because they don't. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think a very interesting way to think about that is like how you, how you would speak, even in your mother tongue, right? How you would speak, let's say, to your parents, mm. how you might speak to your friends, and how might you might speak to your direct boss or whatever, yeah. right? In every, even within your own language, mm. you would probably use a very different type of way of, of words mm. or phrases in each of those contexts. And so that's kind of what we want to try to give our clients right and our, yeah. and our audience today is access to those those different types of words depending on the context well right? you've you've hit the nail on the head an expression <laughs> we've used several times before. several times that's right because yeah. that brings us to the first word because what you're saying does. is depending who you're talking to in what situation whether it's your parents your friends your boss your colleagues you modify your language you modify the you way do. you speak and there is our yeah. first word for today absolutely <laughs> modify and of course that come that is very directly connected to the spanish word which is modificar At, modificar so it's the exactly, same word right? <laughs> modificar exactly modificar so it's really nicely connected no real i mean there's, there's no, no real even pronunciation issue there. really there mm. it's just mod, mod, modify mm. modify modificar modify okay yeah. and we would like just before we started recording we kind of said that teachers often modify their language right when when they're dealing with their students or their clients right yeah exactly i mean you consciously or subconsciously when you're speaking to a client a student you're teaching coaching you tend to modify the way you the 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 language you use well the the speed you speak at so obviously a mm-hmm. lower level client you probably speak slower more clearly yeah. and perhaps filter or modify the vocabulary that you use maybe avoiding some well slang or colloquial language or difficult expressions and because it's going to confuse your client and they're not going to understand you and obviously you want to have a class you want to be able to explain things so you tend yeah. to do it in a you modify the way you speak or the words you use in order to help understanding or comprehension. That's um, right. Whether that's always a good thing is a, is another question, but that's rightly or wrongly, that's what teachers, coaches tend to do. That's you right. modify the way you speak depending the level of your student. Obviously, a very high-level student with a very good level, maybe you don't need to modify at all. You just speak naturally. But obviously, as your levels go down and the student has less level, you tend to need to really modify the way you you speak so you wouldn't speak the same as you speak to your friends in the bar in the pub because you speak much quicker using a lot of slang or colloquial expressions 
And that wouldn't really be very useful to a low level or medium level student. They're not going to understand most of what you're saying. <laughs> so it's not a very useful absolutely. class for them or lesson for yeah. them. Yeah. And then they kind of get demotivated and all that yeah. type of stuff as well. Right. So, yeah. so yeah, absolutely. Teachers do really modify their language. And that's kind of one of the ideas behind this podcast as well was that we, we, we were kind of feeling that, that a lot of content for, for, people or audiences trying to learn English there is a lot of it is really really modified so that's mm. why we kind of wanted to have two native speakers speaking together right to kind of avoid that sort of over modification right and I think that that that's hopefully what we're achieving here with this podcast yeah. is, is we the had whole the idea, idea of we had the idea sitting in a bar having a beer I think more or less saying <laughs> yeah we want I mean obviously we're not speaking exactly in that way as you would in a bar but it's like natural conversation two people having a chat talking in more yeah. or less a normal way as you would speak to anyone native speaker or not yeah. with the least modification as possible maybe we would speak a bit quicker i don't know with our friends i'm not really conscious sometimes to be honest anymore of how quickly i speak or not i've been teaching yeah. for so long but that was the idea the concept no two people it was native speakers having a conversation more or less in a natural normal way and also obviously developing ideas around english and vocabulary etc so it's combining sort of yeah. like an english class but in an informal conversational style and listeners get That's right. able to hear two native speakers having a, an exchange, you no, know, a conversation. That's right. In a natural That's right. Way. That's right. That was the hmm. original I concept. Know, I know. Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of why in many ways, you know, when I think about doing the podcast by myself, I'm sure then I would definitely slow down quite a lot because I'd be just literally by myself and I wouldn't be interacting with anybody. Yeah. So I know because I'm interacting with you yeah. now, for example, I'm probably speaking a little bit faster than I would just if I was recording myself, you know, because yeah. I'd be thinking maybe a little bit, I don't know, a little bit more logically, not so sort of emotionally, I suppose, yeah. you know. And we're speaking um, to each other kind of, as two native speakers, not to a client or a student so that's very true. different that's isn't true, it? Exactly. if you're just doing a direct one-to-one -one class coaching class with a student mm -hmm. a client you yeah it's impossible not you don't speak in a natural way or not no. always in the way that we would speak together as we're doing now that's right, right. That's having right. that normal exactly. natural exchange and going off on tangents as we are prone to do <laughs> <laughs> spontaneously yeah which we've kind of done to a certain degree already even this first word yes yeah. so there you go so modify which is obviously very con much connected to modificar which obviously means to adapt like to change mm. right to mm -hmm. to to modify something you might want in fact we do have a, a a sentence an example sentence right that we can give our listeners which is we need to modify some chapters of the report right mm -hmm. so yeah we would need to change or uh, adapt or we need mm. to so yeah it's Alter, a really good word. word. Alter. Yeah, alter. Yeah. So, so these are synonyms, if you can really. Yeah, yeah, it gives you a variety yeah. of words yeah. you can use for the same meaning, so you can change yeah. and vary yeah. your language. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good. So there you go. That's the first one. Number two is a complication, right? Mm. So maybe what we'll do here is we'll just go straight with the sentence that I've thought about, which is we have had a complication with the computer systems. Mm. Okay. So that's kind of like, yeah, there's a, a, problem. There's a problem, a synonym, like a problem. Yeah. yeah. Which is a word mm. we use too often. <laughs> so absolutely. Try, try to yeah. use a different word, complication. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because last week we actually did have a little bit of a complication mm, with our recording process, right? In terms of the way we record the podcast, we obviously record the podcast separately. So we're in different yeah, locations when we record this. We remotely, that's right. That's the right word. And um, 
and suddenly we had a problem with the recording process and we had to start again. So if you, I don't know whether the listeners may have noticed something. I think it's extremely unlikely that they would have noticed something in the last episode because I was able to tie it all together and knit mm. it all together again. Yes. So good, yeah, good editing well. job. <laughs> now, yeah. now our listeners, that people will be going back and listening to see, yeah. oh, can, can they spot going back to another episode? Yeah, to go spot something. Can, see right. if you, yeah, can you spot the uh, the edit or the where it went wrong? Hopefully not. Yeah. No, I, I think it would be pretty difficult to find that, to be yeah. honest. So there you go. Yeah, it was anyway, a little compli- complication, same word. Complication, yes, a complication. There you go. So there's a Spanish word, yeah. And perfectly, can be perfectly used in English, right? Yeah, no problem it's not a false friend. No it's, a, it's a good, no. it's a true friend. It is true friend, yeah. yeah. Good. Number three is certainly. Now, mm. this is an interesting one, right, Alistair? Certainly. Yeah. yeah. Well, when would we use this? Well, to to instead of yes, I suppose no. Instead I, of yes, that's right. Somebody yeah, says yeah, something so. to you. I think the example sentence we have is, "Do you think we can finish this by tomorrow?" I say, "Certainly." Yeah. So yes, we can. Mm. <laughs> yes, we certainly can. we can. Yes, we can. Yeah. So it's an alternative kind of, to yes. Yeah, it is formal. It's quite kind of like a, quite a formal formal, really, isn't it? Certainly, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Would you Would you use that? Life not in certainly. Yeah. Sometimes. I'd u- I would yeah. say certainly. I can't think exactly why or when. But yeah. it is a word I would use. But yeah, perhaps in a business context, workplace. Yeah. Maybe more often. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. I don't know why. Or someone asks you to do something. Of- Can you send this? write this report finish this report by tomorrow or send this email or do this and say oh certainly yeah to your boss maybe sounds more certain like yes of course i can don't worry (laughs) that's right for some strange reason the image of sort of downton abbey comes to my mind you know it's kind of like i've never seen downton abbey i don't know well i can imagine i I know what it's about but i haven't actually seen it (laughs) certainly certainly well it's quite yes certainly so Certainly, so when so, you receive that's an right. order no, from the to the but, yeah. um, to the butler or the cook, or, oh yeah, uh, please do yes. you know, do this. Certainly, sir. Or, or uh, how about in the army? Oh yes, sir. Yeah, it yeah. So it's, it sounds more formal in that sense, doesn't it? Is yes, absolutely. When you've been yeah. given some yeah. kind of order and you say yes, I will do that. Yeah, what you've told mm. me to do. No, certainly. That's right. Certainly, that's right. Sir. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a good one, but very formal, I would say. Generally, I would only use that in very, very formal yeah. situations. The, but the Spanish nice. translations we saw, there's various. Ciertamente, so almost the same word. Mm-hmm. Seguramente, uh, por cierto, mm-hmm. and indudablemente, good word. So all of them mean certainly. Right. But uh, okay. yeah, it's a word yeah, you can definitely use to mean yes. Okay, interesting, yeah. Absolutely. Good. Yeah. So number four is elaborate. Okay. Now I'll quickly tell you the sentence that I've come up here is, could you elaborate a a bit more on the type of methodology you use? Okay. To elaborate, which of course in Spanish, Alistair is? Well, the same word, elaborar. Elaborar, yeah. Well, I also saw explicarse con detalles. Well, in English also you could say, uh, could you explain more details or give more details? Which is yeah. what, what it means yeah, yeah. No, to elaborate in this sense Absolutely. of elaborate. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a nice one and definitely voids using the word explain because you can be like, okay, can you explain that? And you can yeah, you explain that. Can you explain, explain that in a bit more no. detail? Can you give me a few yeah. more details? You say, can you elaborate? So, in yeah. fact, before we started recording, you were briefly told me that you're going on a trip to Poland soon. Oh, it's next week. That's right. That's but we didn't. you didn't have time to elaborate because we had to start recording. So could you elaborate <laughs> for our listeners and for me a little bit more about why you're going to Poland? 
That's right. Yes, actually, I'm flying to Warsaw tomorrow. And and after that, I'll get the train and I'll go to Gdansk, mm-hmm. where there is going to be a conference for business English coaches and teachers, Ooh, where we share different sort of experiences and knowledge. And mm-hmm. of course, I'll hopefully meet lots of other English business English teachers there to kind of get to know them yeah. and do uh, some networking. Yeah, do some networking. That's right. I'll have to networking. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have to brush up on my networking skills, which is, of course, like, a, yeah, a, I don't another know if we've done that before. Have we right? done brush up? To brush up on something. I don't think we have. If we didn't do it, it's a good expression. To we need brush to do up. it. We need to do it. Yes. Yeah. Often on yes, language, yes. like maybe you're going to visit, you're going to France and you haven't used your French for a long time. So maybe you need to brush up on your French for a few days before you go to sort of revise yeah. something, review something that you already That's know, right. but maybe you need to well, review it, to practice it, no? to brush up on yeah. it. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because it's almost the of like being rusty, oxidado, right? Oh. So you might be a bit rusty, oxidado, mm. and then you to, to kind of avoid that feeling, you kind of need to brush up on something, you know, you need to brush up. You need to kind of maybe listen to a few films in, if, if you're talking about yeah. French, right? Listen to a few French films or read a few French books yeah. because you feel a bit rusty and you need to brush up on it, right? Yeah, that's a good example. It's sort of opposites, no? When you say, oh, my French is... A- bit rusty haven't used it for years but i'm going to france to a meeting where i have to speak in french next week so i'll have to spend Mm. the weekend brushing up on my french so studying or watching films or doing something to yeah to review your improve your french quickly before you need to use it for something so brush up on is absolutely yeah so you'll be brushing up on your networking skills (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes that's right that's right which is always kind of like a, a skill in itself right it's, it's a skill in itself kind of like meeting new people making mm. the first step or mm. you know trying to trying to sort of introduce people yourself that you to don't yeah introduce yourself. absolutely mm. absolutely oh well of, uh, i hope you enjoy that you can you can yeah. tell us all about it and give us a report i will i will let you know yes episode that's right. That's right. Absolutely. You, you can so, elaborate yeah, so even more when you come back. On <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Absolutely. Good. Number five is ramification, right? Ramification. Mm. Now, this is, you know, very similar to the Spanish word, right? Ramification, well, I suppose. So, yeah, again. Yeah. Or ramification. Yeah. Right. So, we're presuming so, all these words we've done so far come from Latin by the fact they're the yes. same or virtually the same in Spanish and English and possibly other i don't know about french italian portuguese but you could imagine would also be very similar with the yeah. same base no yeah uh, absolutely. absolutely so yes so, and, yeah. but they are true friends this is the point of this episode today. yes not yes, all these yes. words that sound or look or seem the same are false friends many are That's so you right. need to be careful but some aren't and these yeah. ones we're focusing on today no it's the same meaning ramification ramification you can use it in exactly the same way yeah and i'll give just a repercussion and that's also the same repercussion repercussion (laughs) same word we can use it in the (laughs) same way yeah so i'll just give an example of ramifications which here here i have a sentence which is i think there will be some ramifications if we go ahead with this strategy okay mm-hmm. so i think there'll be some ramifications ramificaciones right yeah. so absolutely connected to the spanish meaning no no difficulties there it's a true friend it's true that actually what i did fail to mention right at the beginning is that there is one word here which is an exception to the rule 
Mm. Okay, which of course in English there's always there are always. always exceptions to the rule. It's just the way it is, right? That's the English language for you. And here we do have one exception to the rule, right? And the word is leverage, which is an interesting one and certainly worth knowing, but it doesn't actually have a very easy connection to Spanish, right, in this yeah. case. Well, you say leverage, I would say leverage. Yeah. Actually, I'm <laughs> not sure what I would say, I haven't course. really thought about it, but there are two pronunci- pronunciations of this word, and some people would say leverage and some would say leverage. It doesn't matter, it's the same. You can, the same. Whichever one That's is right. easier for you to pronounce or that you remember. So yes, yeah. this word has no connection with, so it's not a false friend, because there isn't, as no. far as I know in Spanish, there isn't a word that is similar to or sounds like leverage or leverage. Mm. So it's mm. a completely, some people, we had some, because th- th- this was a, one of your posts and we had some feedback yeah. in emails and there was a few people sort of said, I've never heard of this word. <laughs> Can you explain right. more? <laughs> what does it yeah. mean? Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. this one, yeah, yeah, is slightly different to all the others, that it isn't a true mm. friend or, or a friend at all. <laughs> it's just a word. Yeah. But very um, common, it's quite yeah. a common business word in, in the is. world of business and finance used quite a lot no? yeah I suppose the first thing that comes to my mind though is like it takes me back to my physics class when I was in secondary school and uh, was you know thinking about how different things in mm. different objects interact with each other right mm. and and that is where I kind of feel my sort of perception of leverage first uh, first came about but as you say it's kind of very much used in a business context yeah. now. well it comes um, from leverage comes from the word lever Mm. and a lever is a palanca so Mm. yeah in a physics sense you use some kind of lever to to get leverage which is the ability to know you can move a heavier object with a lever no and that's the sort of the basic meaning or the original meaning but from that you get metaphorical meanings no in the that can be used in business So uh, it's yeah. just occurred to me, Americans would say lever and British people generally say lever. Hen, they do. And that's why the two pronunciations of leverage from lever and leverage from lever. Mm, so in fact, right. I should say leverage as you did. You should. Because I'm British, not American. <laughs> so I don't know why I that's said leverage. I, that, that, that's <laughs> I suddenly, I became, I suddenly I thought, turned oh. into an American for a second. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right absolutely yeah but i, I wasn't going to stop you i was yeah, gonna like yeah, okay if, if he wants to- if he wants to sound like a yank he can <laughs> a yank from liverpool absolutely that's right that's right yeah so so yeah it's a it's a, it's a but it's a good word and a useful word and it, a, often used in contexts particularly related to yeah when you might need to influence somebody right mm-hmm. or another another context is that where you need financial leverage right and we were talking about an example about elon musk and yeah, his ability to yeah, his ability to acquire twitter and apparently he used some financial leverage to do that right yeah, apparently I was reading about it the other day. I don't know that much about it, but uh, it said he used his the value of his shares or stock in his company, mm. Tesla, worth yeah. billions, to persuade banks to lend him the money to be able to buy Twitter for billions. That's which right. I know that's that's an example of leverage. So he used the value of his shares or his, his stock holding in Tesla to be able to buy Twitter by persuading banks. So it's like collateral is another word. He used the shares or the share value as collateral to persuade the banks to lend him money. So that's a form yeah. of leverage. Um, yeah. So I suppose the, yeah, yeah so. the value of shares is the lever, the palanca, if you like, that enables yes. him 
to do something else. Yeah, so it's another sort of definition I find was use something to maximum advantage. So I mm, suppose yeah. he has used the value of his shares in his company to maximum advantage. Absolutely. Yeah, so you could say like aprovechar, no? in Spanish, yeah. to take advantage of something or to use something to your advantage. One of our, some feedback we got from a, uh, some people reading your post was also saying, ah, oh, maybe you could use the expression sacar partido de. Mm, so, mm. so he's sacado partido de his shares. That's right. Aprove yeah. He's aprovechado, no? He's taken advantage of something he yeah. has that's worth a, a fortune and used that in a way that has given him what he wanted to buy Twitter. Absolutely. No? So yeah. that's a, yeah, yeah. A, a form of leverage. Or leverage, yeah. if you're, he would say leverage, because <laughs> he would, because he's American. He would, yes, that's right, that's right. Very good, super interesting that one. So yeah, that is the exception to the rule, leverage. Okay, and if you can get that into your vocabulary through those little stories that we've given you there, then mm. that will be fantastic. And then the final one is perplexed. Right. I'll give you an example here in terms of a sentence. This whole issue is a bit perplexing considering it was all organized well in advance. Oh, so, yeah, what does that mean, perplexing then? I mean, this is definitely a word that is similar in Spanish, right? Yeah, so it's confusing. And so it's an alternative to say confusing, perplexing. And in yeah. Spanish, you have the word perplejo. Mm -hmm. um, so if you are perplejo, you are perplexed. So you could, you, you could say a person is perplexed. So I'm perplexed. I don't. I'm confused. No, or yeah, something. Yeah. The situation is perplexing. Now I'm not sure in Spanish if you can use it in that way. That something is perplejo, or only people. Maybe you can. It's the same adjective for both. But in English we have mm. two. Perple something is perplexing. I find this. I don't know the the plot of this film very perplexing. I don't understand it. Mm. Or a business contract, legal contract, very perplexing. And I am perplexed by it. Yeah. So I'm confused. Mm. I don't understand it. No? Yeah, it's kind of similar to the whole idea of bored and boring, right? Which can also be very, oh, yeah, very the confusing. ED for, and yeah. ING adjectives, which yes, is a whole yes. topic in English. Yeah, that is a, that's yeah. a very, yeah, kind of interesting topic that in itself. Yeah. But, but yes, absolutely. So yeah, a bit perplexing, which basically means that, as you say, you can, you, another word that you could use is obviously puzzled, right? That mm. could be another word, alternative to being perplexed. It's a very good word, puzzled. I'm a bit puzzled by this, right? Which it, is actually, you yeah. know. Well, in Spanish, they use the word puzzle, un puzzle. Yeah, uh, which we call a puzzle. Like uh, we have different mm. kinds of puzzles. We have a um, crossword puzzle. No, can't remember what that is in Spanish. A crucigrama, I think, is the word. Yeah. Now in English, that's a kind. I think in Spanish, puzzle is a very particular thing, whereas in English, puzzle is just a problem that needs solving. So any kind of uh, perplexing thing, like a crossword puzzle or a jigsaw puzzle, which I think is what they call a puzzle in Spanish, is a jigsaw puzzle the one where you have pieces, shapes, and you have to put them together to form a picture, no? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. there are different kinds of puzzles. So anything that is perplexing or confusing, any problem you need to solve is a puzzle in any yeah. sense. So we use it in a much wider sense than the Spanish puzzle. So yeah, a problem is a puzzle. Uh, we need to solve this puzzle or something is very puzzling, mm. meaning perplexing, yeah. no, confusing. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah a, book, so a book you've read you that you don't understand or a film, you say, oh, it's very, don't really understand what's happening in this film. It's very puzzling or perplexing. Yeah, yeah.
and there can be quite a few films like that to be yeah, honest it's like you, <laughs> you, the, the, the plot is so puzzling convoluted convoluted yeah is a good word yeah that you're kind of not 100 percent sure if you've actually understood yeah. the whole lot at the like, end of the film puzzled. you're a bit puzzled a bit puzzled right? or you look puzzled so you can have yeah. an expression on your face you know a confused expression so some if you're watching it with another person at the end of the film they could look at you and say you look you look puzzled or you look perplexed did you understand <laughs> the film and they go mm, not really not, not quite really, sure no. what happened there can you explain it to me i'm perplexed <laughs> yeah yeah i found it very yeah, puzzling uh, why mm. this person mm. did that or said this yeah 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 mm. Fantastic. So there you go. Seven true friends, ex- with one exception. Ex- however, that one exception is not a false friend, it mm. has to be said. So leverage was just a useful word to, to mm. know. And it's kind of interesting, right? Because we could, did get a few from our listeners who kind of tried to put a few of these words all together, mm. right, Alistair? Yeah, in one sentence to try to use them to illustrate their meaning. No? That's right. So we Absolutely. Had, we had one email from Alvaro. And mm-hmm. his example sentence was, we can leverage your knowledge. Oh, this is talking about you, Daniel, okay? <laughs> oh, right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we can, we can leverage your knowledge in order to elaborate more in our presentations to our UK colleagues. Fantastic. So it gets two words. Well there, done. The leverage and the yeah, elaborate. Yeah. No? Good yeah. sentence. Yeah. And Good sentence. Another Good sentence. person who wrote to us, who sent us an email, was Miriam. Mm-hmm. And Miriam's sentence, I think she managed to get three words in this. Okay. We'll have to modify our habits in order to get some leverage. They'll be perplexed and will want us to elaborate on the success of our ramifications. No, four. <laughs> She's got four in there. Yeah. She got modify, yeah. leverage, perplexed, elaborate, and ramificate. No, five. Wow. Five of wow. those words in one sentence. Yeah, that's kind of kind of it. Very clever. <laughs> that's very clever. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to I'll have to look at that sentence again and like really yeah, see if have, I can yeah, get Yeah, it's the quite confusing. It's a it. long sentence. But <laughs> I think it makes sense. I mean, this this, this is also important. Yeah, no, and it's a good attempt, absolutely. And it, but it's also important, and I think lots of people make a valid point in in this case, right? Is that we don't want to overcomplicate language just to overcomplicate it, right? That That is not the aim here. The aim is so that you can express yourself in a way that is closer maybe to the way you would express yourself in Spanish and you have a, a few more tools, right? And so what we want to do in, in all of these situations is focus on getting the message across to your audience as, 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 as well as you possibly can, right? Exactly. And these words are fantastic and they're really useful and they can help in many, many different situations. But at the same time, you also don't want to create a message that is overcomplicated because that then loses its power right yeah. so use them sparingly. if you need to sparingly is a great <laughs> yeah. great word great yeah, now word. and yeah, again sparingly. when it's appropriate yeah i was going to modify my language there and say something else but that is yeah i did that is what yeah you didn't modify your language so yeah. that's very yeah, you good. see there, there's you a good use... example of that word may enter my my mind when i'm talking mm-hmm. to a client and I may yeah. stop myself and not use it. Absolutely. And I'd use an alternative. Yeah. I think, oh, yeah. they're not going to understand sparingly, so I'll, I'll use another word. Obviously, yeah. that process is sort of very quick in your mind. It's automatic. It is. But it that's is. what you're yeah. doing. Uh, you're modifying. Yeah. Filtering is another word you could use. Your Yeah your your language yeah. to because if you say sparingly Absolutely. and then you'll have to say what? And you have to explain it. Yeah. You're wasting right. time in the class. That's right. 
That's right. Absolutely. So fantastic. Loved that. Uh, it was really great, Alistair. Co- covered some really interesting issues there. Seven different fantastic words. Most of them are true friends, one of them being the exception, but still very, very useful. So thank you very much for your time. And I guess we'll speak again next week. Yeah, I hope so. And thank you. Yeah, pleasure as always. All right. All right. Speak soon. Okay. See bye. You ciao. Bye bye. See you. Bye.